welcome back to my show in today's episode i have a really special guest um i have looked up to her since the time i started watching the boys she is none other than wendy morton and she was on team blake and team blake as in blake shelton who is the god of the boys anyways um hi wendy how are you today hello hanika how are you i'm good um thank you so much for taking out the time to be on the show today Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um so, um please introduce yourself and maybe sing a few lines of your latest song. A few lines of my latest song. I got a song out right now called Don't Give Up. Call on me when you need a friend. I'll come running yeah through the thick and thin and no matter what the world may say. No you can't give up. No you can't give up no way. That's, That's what beautiful. I'm doing right now. <laughs> That's beautiful. So anyone out there loves this kind of music or wants to try some kind of new music and like you know maybe for new artists to listen to this is a song to listen to and if you do like that then keep listening to her music it's awesome. Um on to my next question for you. Who inspired you to like you know get into music like you know pursue your singing career and like you know, going into this kind of industry? Well, I would have to say that music found me at a very young age, at like eight years old. My dad was a pastor at a church and, you know, he had six kids and we all went to church three to four days a week. So you started out in the church choir and, you know, it was not up for negotiation. You're going to be at church all those days of the week. And so that's where I learned my first ear training where I could hear notes and chords and then that's when I had my first audience at church. So even if you forgot your words or you screwed up, they were still like supporting you and helping you get back up. So my foundation started at church and that's when I started to sing and then through the years I worked on my craft and perfected it to this time. That's awesome. I think like just like you know, beginning from a young age, or even just like you know, I'm starting wherever be that like a like a worship spot, or like you know, um, in a in an actual maybe like in like you started a like um maybe like a singing foundation workshop or something. I mean like church choir. I mean it's like a huge space, a huge hub. Where you can learn music. I mean, church choir is just special. It's just gonna be like you know, you have gospel choir, you have young children choir, you have a lot of choirs. I mean, like even now, school choir as well. It kind of like brings in elements of church choir, maybe like a little bit of like harmonies, harmony building, all of that you kind of learn from church. Even for people who not go to church, I think those kind of elements just automatically come into your singing at some point, especially if you're taking like some kind of formal training, be it in school. did like a college or something like that. Yes. Having a foundation it gives you a way to work on your craft as you get older and you grow. And that's in anything. You know, if you have a good foundation and some people don't get it to later on in life, but it's never too late to build on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so um how to produce your song? Like I know you have a bunch of songs on your repertoire. So how do you produce a song that like gets that like you know that feel or that sound that you really want? Well, I've been fortunate to work with a lot of 
like some of the most iconic artists in music history. So I learned from them, from Julio Iglesias to Michael McDonald, and these are all classic guys, but they're the ones that help build the music foundation. And they're known as some of the greatest artists in music history. So I've been fortunate to work with some of the greatest artists in music history. And the goal has always been to learn as I go. So I can just pick and choose and add to my own personal arsenal. And as I'm working on my craft, I'm able to pull from different experiences and, you know, figure out who I am. It took, some people know when they're younger, teenagers, preteens. I didn't find out till later on, like in my thirties and forties, what kind of singer I really am, what type of artist, what type of songs, and what is the message that I want to give to people? You know, my purpose. It came to me later in life. Some people know early. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, as I said earlier, I think it's just a matter of, like, picking up. As long as you figure out what you want to do, I mean, even if you don't, there's no pressure. Like, you could, like, be, uh, like, maybe a 17-year-old or a 7-year-old, even, and be like, I want to start singing. There's, like, no, like, age, like, you can't be, like, even a 100-year-old man could be, like, I want to sing today, you know, without knowing anything about it. I mean, (laughs) it's, like, anything anyone can do. I mean, not just singing be like about painting or uh, playing the piano it could be anything you could just learn it writing a book you never know yeah i mean like you can do anything at any age i mean sure if you're a baby maybe two years old and you're saying i want to write a book okay yeah that okay that's something you'd be like okay maybe not now but maybe later it's like a yet kind of thing you can't do this yet it's not like you can never do it but you can't do it later on but yeah i like how you said like you know your songs are produced um, with the help of um, people you're fortunate to work with, like, you know, big stars like um, Mr. McDonald and um, people like that. Um, so, like, it must have been a great opportunity for you to, like, grow as an artist as well as, like, you know, get the experience working alongside them. On to my next question. Um, I've heard that you got a chance to perform with Bill Clinton. So, how was that experience? Well, I've always wanted to perform for a United States president in a small environment, and it happened. And uh, he loved what I did, and I came and gave me the hug and the smile and, you know, all these accolades. And mind you, I've been in front of other presidents and prime ministers of countries, different countries. So finally, I get a chance to meet a United States president. So that's my country. So it's like a big deal. And uh, I was just honored and it was in a small space. And so, you know, you get real eye contact and real emotion. And so I was thankful for that moment. Yeah, I mean, like, that's something like I'm pretty sure like every artist wants to go big, dreams of. I mean, like, you know, um, maybe not the president, but maybe like, you know, like, because like I mean like the president is kind of like the god of the country, you know, kind of like kind of like the top supreme like Liberty Tower kind of thing, you know, yeah. like it's kind of like you're like subjects and he's the like boss king or something, <laughs> which I guess is kind of true. I mean like we are the subjects, maybe not directly because we do not really know him that well apart from maybe TV interviews or the White House things that go yeah, on. Yeah, you know, I look, I know him from the television only. I, it's like, I've never thought that I would see him. I, I mean, mean, 
I mean, none of us are like, you know, cousins and things like that. We're not always with him. I mean, like, it's like, you know, like, you have the opportunity, it's like a one-time thing. It's not like, unless, of course, you're on like a daily talk-to-talk basis where you have the number and like WhatsApping or messaging them and things like that. That's a different thing. I mean, you know. Right. That's <laughs> um, having a friendship, a relationship. That's a friendship. <laughs> I get that. Absolutely. I mean, like, just the fact that you got to perform in front of Bill Clinton, who was the president at that time. It's like shows like how you know the connection between an artist and a president can like actually happen. Yes, yes. Um, so your experience on the voice that's also another thing. Um, so how was it being on Blake Shelton's team? Well, because I had a career already uh, in the '90s doing the Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, Mariah Carey era. That was my era. I was EMI's. Uh, artists you know to fit that mold and you know i never thought that i would have to enter a show like the voice because i've been a professional for 35 years and but covid shut everything down and then i had to figure out how i was going to get back out there as a recording artist and i knew i needed television because you know i had been a background singer for the last 25 years how was i going to realistically get back out there as a solo artist. So I knew I need TV and I said, what can I stomach? And I was like, the voice, at least they take singers seriously. And I'll be able to stay in the music business if, you know, if I, if I do this well. And uh, so when I got to the show, you know, I was, my nightmare was nobody turning around. That was not my nightmare. And, and so I was like, well, the goal has to be, I am going to do my ultimate best. So if it doesn't work out for me, then it won't be because I didn't give 150%. It'll be, there was other people involved and they had a whole different show they wanted to create. So when, when Blake chose me or blocked John Legend, it kind of worked for me because I've been living in Nashville, Tennessee for the last 26 years. And I've been doing a lot of stuff in country music and a part of the country music community. So being with Blake just enhanced that a lot. So that's why I stay with Blake because I live here in Nashville. I'm involved in the, the, the uh, you know, the country music community. And I just felt like it would just enhance that even more that I've been building. So being with Blake was very, uh, he was very supportive. He knew I had a lot of experience and he wasn't trying to change me or, you know, try to do anything that would stop me from excelling in any kind of way. If he had something to say, he would say it. And if he didn't, he'd be like, I don't know. And he would just leave me alone because he knew I had been in it a long time. But his support was, you know, amazing. And he's exactly what you see on TV. He is a really kind guy, a brilliant uh, artist and singer, and, and, you know, he knows music. I think that's, like, really important. I mean, like, you know, like, not everyone has the portion to be on the voice or even their children, but I think just the very fact that you have someone who supports you doesn't quite change your um, way of, like, living or doing your thing, like, you know, maybe have like a particular style maybe they want to add to it but they may not want to change it like they won't be like oh so you sing country now let's say maybe like you chose John Legend yeah. right 
even if you would have chosen him i'm sure you could not have been like okay so your country artist now let's change you into r&b or let's change you into pop music now they would probably like you know add something to your music like maybe make you do something in like country r&b or maybe try something you and see what you like i think john legend would have been awesome because he's pretty eclectic himself so i think that he would have been great with me trying different genres he would have been into that and but i i knew what i had been building in nashville and i just wanted to continue to build build on that especially because like you know like you have like the experience so, like you know trying something new might have been a risk considering that you were runner up on the show which means that like you know it all only possible because like you know you believe in yourself like shakti believed in you and like you know you chose the right path maybe like john legend may have gotten you to the semi finals but then it would have been up to you and him mainly you to like you contestant on how you perform with the songs he helped you choose right because like in the end it's also about not just song choice but also audience votes and how much they feel like the songs you see yes so it's also kind of like a more like It's like the song that chooses you rather than you choosing the song. Yes. I don't know where I heard this, but like you know, <laughs> I heard this from various places. Like I put this in here, and you know, talk about that. I mean, like at the in the end of the day, you know, it's more about enjoying what you're doing rather than like you know, winning in particular. Oh, absolutely. I the goal was to enjoy the journey because I'm from a generation where you don't talk about yourself at all and you don't boast. So the new generation is you share everything. So I had to psychologically psych myself out that I have to share a little more because that's the universe we live in right now. And, you know, and, you know, when you're on a competition show, a competitive show, you got to talk about I'm going to win. I'm going to do this thing, you know. And that's so like now how I grew up, you know. And uh but hey, I realized I was very competitive and I had a good time being competitive. I think that's good. I mean like as long as it's competitive but in a healthy way where you're not like trying to like, you know, push people down, make sure they get hurt or something like that. Um you know like making sure that like they are care of you but not to the point where like they quit because you know like you want to kind of still have the friendly relationship with all the other contestants be like hey you can do this while in the back of your head maybe like you know I'm gonna win this thing you well, can you be like know. doing whatever you want in your head as long as like outward like you're like you know being nice and telling them I'm that a, you know I'm, <laughs> I'm a nice person and I, and I know you weren't just talking about me but in general but I'm a nice person and I knew I had a whole lot of experience and I I was there to help or if someone had a question or they needed some advice I wanted to do that for them because I did know I have like 30 years on them or 25 years on them so if there's something I can make them feel better about then I'm going to say something Absolutely I think like they're just supporting creating like a family because at the end even the TV show Itself, like you know, people in it, the judges, the sound guys, and like you know, the contestants. It's like a whole big family. One, one of them get uh, gets eliminated. Like you know, there's like a whole like you know, sad environment. But like you know, on TV they not show it. I mean, behind the scenes, only you and we know the show know what happens, right? They probably would be sad. But I've heard that like when they get eliminated, they have to leave almost immediately. Like you know, pack stuff up 
it, it is and it's you know it's but everybody there is there to support each other they have a team of people that they care about how you feel while you're in the show when you have to be sent home so and they genuinely have staff that that's the, that's what they want to do they know how uh, tough this is they know psychologically sometimes people put everything in there they put everything in so they make sure that your mental state and that you have support and nobody makes fun of anyone nobody badgers anyone nobody bullies anyone and they're there especially the staff is there to support to show sympathy empathy and and some love so i that's one of the great things i loved about the whole organization was that they really care yeah i think it's really important for that to like you know not like maybe like at the end of the day no matter how competitive a person is a contestant is it still you kind of need to show that support and not be like ah you got discriminated and things like that i think it's like an important part of like you know the whole family like situation and like um some of the uh contestants take a hard like hard journey get there some of them have been maybe their family has connections that help them get on or maybe you know you never know the situation of others but like some of them actually have to go through a huge obstacle just to get there and i think in that sense the eliminations hurt more for some people than others like for some people they have other things going on so they kind of like brush it off and be like okay we have more stuff going on for us but at the same time i think like you know as we said like we stop being supportive and everything it's just again as i said already just big family they all support each other maybe they might have like few banters here and there but like you know solid like fun and games yeah i mean the the, the my season everybody supported each other I, i mean it you know i didn't feel like there was one bad apple or or somebody that was problematic it was really love and support for each other Okay, so my last and final question for you is if you had to pick a theme song for yourself, what would it be? A theme song? Yeah. Like for instance, like like what kind of theme? So basically, for example, like let's say like you're a sweet and playful person. So like choose a theme song that resonates with your personality. We are family. I got all my sisters with me. Yeah, I love that piece of. Uh, do not know what that is of, but like you know, like love the way you sang it. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only one I can think of at the moment. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for being on the show with me today. I love the way you answered every single question, and you know how you talked about the voice family and your whole experience with Bill Clinton and Blake Shelton and John Legend a little bit. Um, <laughs> and Ariana Grande. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, we forgot and about Kelly. her. How oh could we? <laughs> Ariana was like amazing to me and I, she was amazing. And she's like one of the greatest vocalists of all time and so is Kelly. So it was just great being on. I feel like I'm missing something, you know. I was like I'm talking about the voice. I feel like I'm forgetting about something major right now. <laughs> 
that's it. It was a great experience. My goal was to not only shed a light on, you know, trying to prolong my career, but encourage, because you're a lot much younger, but encourage people my age and older that we have, we have value and that we can still go after those things that give us joy and passion. And so that was one of the main reasons I went on there too. Was And, and a lot of people wrote me and they were like, you mean, you know, I picked up my hobby again, or I forgot that I love doing this. And, you know, and so I went on, that was one of the, another reason why I went on there, to encourage other people. I think like, you know, like again, like you're just spreading a message through TV is actually the best responsible, especially when you're like on the show for longer, don't get it. You have like a longer impact and longer like, you know, sustainability on the person. Yes. So yeah, once again, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. I had a great time um, chatting with you and I wish you best of luck in your future and career. Thank you. I wish you the best of luck too. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Everyone, that's the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed learned something new. And be sure to check out Wendy's newest music coming soon, as well as her, um, you know, things that she does online on Instagram. I'll put up like her website in the show notes so you can have access to her Twitter, Instagram, and all of that stuff. And yeah, uh, I'll see you all next week then. Bye, guys. <laughs>